Auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow opposably thumbed bipeds, to another installment of Canned Conversation. My name is Andrew, and with me, as always, is my good friend Stephen. Happy 61st. <laughs> 61 <laughs> episodes. If time travel were possible, my friend, would you go back and visit your past self? No. You cannot mess with the space-time continuum. All right. I think uh, that deserves uh, one of these. You know, you, you win that one. Yeah, if you were to break the space-time continuum... Yeah, you're in trouble. All things would, would, would cease yeah, to things, exist. Things might not turn out the way they, that they are for me now, and I don't like that. Right. That's a... Uh, that's a, a comp that's a topic for a whole show, maybe. It should be. should be. But uh, I thought I would throw that in there just to see if you got the answer correct. And you did, my friend. So you won that game you today. You only go forward. <laughs> yeah, right. Only go, check it out without changing anything. Yeah. Just be a, a, a spectator. You, go, you pick up the newspaper, you look at the sporting page, <laughs> and you bring that back. Uh, yes. And then you, The Gray's you, you, Sports Almanac. Yeah. And then you, then you bet appropriately. Exactly. All right. I love it. All right. In keeping with our branding, one of us brings a new, unique, or rare canned beverage to dehydrate in the most fun manner possible. And while we do that, we fixate and dissect the weirdisms of life for your entertainment. Uh, today, we're going to talk about what moves the needle or changes opinions or changes your mind on certain things. Yeah. Later in the show, we'll review and rate the canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while slowly sinking into, I used this one before, <laughs> I think I did a copy paste, into quicksand. Uh, I have, if, if, all right, so take, take two. What? We'll let you know if you should try it while having copy paste errors uh, <laughs> when you're doing your next uh, podcast episode with your friend. And uh, trying to have something ready and prepared. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's phenomenal. All right. Um, so, <laughs> without further ado, I think we need to have the can Please here. Please say there's an Anchorman reference in here somewhere. Uh, Just read whatever's on the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Santiago. I'm not. I can't cuss, so I won't do the uh, yeah. the uh, the f bomb here. But all right. Uh, so let's enjoy this uh, from Finding Nemo. Let us all say the pledge. I am a nice shark, not a mindless eating machine. If I am to change this image, I must first change myself. Fish are friends, not food. Except stinking dolphins. Dolphins? Yeah, they think they're so cute. Oh, look at me, I'm a flippin' little dolphin. Let me flip for you, I know something. Little finding Nemo for you. Just for the record, fish are food, <laughs> not friends. Not, not for those sharks. Yep. He never knew his own father. Well, uh, he tried to change their minds. He, he tried did. to change them, right, and, and move the he needle did. on he what tried a to move shark the was. That was so, progressive for a shark. That's why I chose. You did well. That particular well. Cool. that particular line for today. So, I have brought the beverage for today. 
Would you like to know what Tell it is? Tell us what it is. So um, just for a, a quick shout out, the, the uh, lovely people at a, a, a shop that um, is called Beer Sauce Shop. Um, if you're in the local area, if you're around St. Louis or somewhere, um, check them out. Um, super knowledgeable people and they'll help you find almost anything. And so I went in and said, Hey, I'm, I'm looking for something unique and, and, and good and special. And they said, Hey, we've got, like, well, I filled up a basket full of stuff for one. Um, so I have a whole <laughs> lot of things that are unique and special. Yes. Um, they actually recommended this one. It's, um, it's Boulevard Brewing Company. Um, it's called Southwest Boulevard and it's 4.5% by alcohol. It's a lager with salt and, and lime. All right. So, uh, it's almost like a beer margarita. It is mix. It's kind of a mix, but it is lager. But it's not a margarita. No, no, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a beer. Yeah, um, a lager with the uh, the tastes. It has a squeeze of lime and a pinch of salt. It says very clearly on the side yeah, of the label. That sounds good to me. With a sunshine, which made me think summertime. Um, gave me that kind of Tex-Mex summer summertime feel for some reason. Um, so. Yeah, what's great, it's so Boulevard uh, is located in Kansas City, Yep. right? And uh, on this particular can, they have this um, Southwest theme that, that does not look anything like Kansas City because no. it looks like it's a desert. Yeah, it's cactus and yeah, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is, uh, it is yep. a fun landscape here. And look, the uh, the sign sort of, uh, is that reminiscent of the Welcome to Las Vegas? It is. It is okay. reminiscent of that. Yeah. So... Uh, all right, so Boulevard, and I think we've had one or two maybe in the many that we've tried from Boulevard, many beers and cans that we've tried. There was a the couple. Noir or something. What? Yeah, that purple? Berry Noir. But yeah, that one. That was for um, sure a Boulevard. I and I know you and I have tried a lot of Boulevard. I love their, uh, yeah, unfiltered wheat, um, mm -hmm. their original that, that at least came to St. Louis at, at some point. It was their unfiltered wheat that I loved. Yeah, and we have uh, friends do. that live in Kansas City, and whenever we go and visit, they um, they have a lot of Boulevard, and they've said, you need to try these, and uh, they only have, like, one. And I go, oh, to, to get on the show, we need at least two. Um, yeah, kind of need three. <laughs> two to drink and one to take a picture of. Yeah, so, all right, well, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. <clears throat> Let's pop the top. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Mine popped way faster yeah, than yours. Yeah, did. Um, so, while we do that. Um, so topic for today, I have a, I'm going to start with a story. Is that okay? Story time. So this, this topic came from, um, kind of some things that were good, like most of our stuff does, right? Where I, things are happening in my life and I go, huh, why does that happen? And then I go, hmm, that'd be an interesting podcast topic. So, right. um, so this one was, um, I had a relative and they're going to go unnamed. Um, and, and I'm going to use all kinds of, um, kid terms for this, the young people's terms, is they put somebody on blast on Facebook because they did not live up to the expectations of an agreement that they made as a business. So I made a deal with you as a business. Can you come out and do a service for me? Let's call it some sort of landscaping. Okay. And when that didn't happen the way that they thought it should, they went out on, on the social medias and said, don't ever use this person. They're horrible. They're, you know, lion SOBs that never, <laughs> that never do what they're supposed to do or whatever that was. I don't even remember what the whole post was, but it was just, these people are horrible, right? Fair okay. enough. You kind of got the idea of like, yeah, they put, on them on, blast. put them on blast. That's right. old school. That's probably not even what the kids are saying anymore. So sorry, kids. No cap there. It was um, all cap. It was all cap. Yeah. Full <laughs> cap. Um, so um, I'm like, I wonder if that changed anybody's opinion. Like one person's experience. And we've talked about Yelp before and and some other how it's things. evil yeah and so we've talked about 
people who write reviews or or mm -hmm. like that kind of thing. Um, but this took to me was I took a different turn with this, which was does anybody read this and go, oh yeah, I was just thinking about getting that same guy to to do this other thing. I he's obviously horrible. He's the worst person on earth, and it completely changed their mind because of something they saw on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media you choose. But this was Facebook. Um, so then, not let's call it three hours later after this, this went out and I go, what the hell? Um, <laughs> this so, is some serious blast this coming. Is, yeah, uh, some serious blast. You're really throwing on. some shade or whatever the kids are saying. Um, so I, I, I'm, I, I'm not even sure why I'm on the social medias at this point. Cause I'm already mad about that. And then I, <laughs> and then somebody's like, change your profile to be, you know, background to be green for, you know, Leprechaun Day or something, Ooh, or like anti-Leprechaun Day or whatever it is, like Ooh, some sort of leprechaun. I, and I think it was, you know, there was some stuff around. I think it was around the Roe v. Wade stuff mm -hmm. or or something that was going like sure, you know, let's, sure, something like. There's that. a lot of hot topics anti-Russia, something, there. whatever it is, whatever the cause of the of the day. High right gas now prices, is. right, right. Anti-Biden, pro-Biden, whatever it is. Right. Change my profile background color to be blue. To just whatever. be a skull and crossbones. Right. Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's right. Because we're all dying. Our world keeps going the way it's going. And I'm like, Dude, that, does, does that move the needle? Like, if people are like, yeah, I'm on board with your call. Like, am I, am I changing the world by doing <laughs> either one of those two things on social media? And then it, I kind of brought it out. But anyway, so I'm like, what is changing people? Is there people that are going, yes, I am 100% on board because Steven said, change your profile background color to blue to support, you know, people who have urinary tract infections. And you go, crap, I don't even think about urinary tract infection people. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm going to go do that. And now I'm going to do something else. Did that change somebody's mind to do something else? I'm, I was. Mm. Or, so temporary profile pics, do they work and, for bringing or one, change? Or one bad experience that somebody puts somebody out on blast on, on Facebook. Mm. Or like I get all these stupid neighborhood, I can't get off of these things. Like the neighborhood app, I don't, I don't even have the app. I just get an email that says somebody on your in your neighborhood <laughs> is pissed about something, and I go, I don't care, and I delete the email. Unsubscribe. Like, I, I tried, but it only does it from that thread. Oh no! Oh, it's horrible. I don't know how they loop you in. I'm like, I, I have a whole bunch of gripey neighbors apparently. <laughs> right. Mark as junk. Um, oh, oh my god, I shouldn't be doing that. Why did I do that? <laughs> anyway, so your neighbor is junk. That got my brain moving, not to a who writes bad reviews or whatever, but it's really more of what moves your needle, like who who makes you change your mind what what mediums do you use to change your mind and how do you like like is there one thing over another or is it different for every person or are there people out there that go yeah now that i'm blue for urinary tract infections on my profile page i'm 100 percent in i've donated my entire net worth to urinary tract infection um you know research or something <laughs> right. like i don't know what that is so yeah what moves your needle what <clears throat> like Talk to me about your needle. My needle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a song. My needle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I might write a song. My needle. Uh, temporary profile pictures do not move my needle. Um, I don't know what moves my needle sometimes because I feel like my needle is pretty solid. <laughs> your needle is set. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it. I think... You know, you you're using some of the uh, the the language of the youngers 
and the younger generation, and and perhaps their needle is more their needles movable. different than my, yeah, their needles different than um, mine for right. sure. And, and I think you know, so I think part of it is that the many years on Earth that we've um, had around the sun gives us a sense of our beliefs, right? And I know beliefs come from a, a couple of different places. Yep. Uh, in in what you're talking about, I sort of equate that. Now this is coming from Andrew, right? Where, where do we, I always start with? Where do where do your core beliefs come from, right? And then so then how are you going to change that, right? If your core beliefs come from your religion, right? Like that's right. that's one thing, right? You know, that's how do you move a needle on a religious belief? And that's a like a Roe versus Wade thing, right? Why, why they're dug in? Is there some religious base? that became a religious uh, topic, which it shouldn't have. Um, in my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, any of those type of things that sort of get intertwined with religion yep. or politics. Um, so I think there are, <laughs> you know, I, I've read a couple of things I'm going to throw out like, so beliefs, where do they come from? Um, I know of four, and I think the last one is the biggest one in our day and age. So I'm okay. just going to throw them out there. Repetition. Basically, yep. you see or hear the same thing over and over. And I think we're going to talk a little bit about some of that, right? Yeah. Like, so Pepsi, right? The reason that they... They have it, a brand. Right. They have a brand. And if you think they're good, like, you go, everyone knows why, that Pepsi exists. Why do they put five commercials a day, yep. you know, on, on TV? Well, it's the repetition. You yep. just have to keep putting it in somebody's face. And I think that's where social media is, right, too, is that you, you all your friends... Right. You, find, you surround yourself with like-minded people and all of a sudden that repetition yeah. becomes a thing, right? You, you're in an echo chamber right. of people who think the same way you do and tell you the same things that you believe anyway. Exactly. Okay. Uh, number two is where you get your money or employment. If your boss or if your if, if your boss tells you to think a certain way, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I'm in. Right. Like if you're your com- if you're deep in your company and your company sort of supports one thing, it's hard to go against that. If that's a lesser one. Yeah. Um, security. Uh, basically, you're, if you're li- like, if you think your family and uh, is threatened by something, you might believe guns, right? That, that's a big thing right now is gun agree. gun laws and and yep. uh, all of the you know with having the mass shootings and stuff. It's it's all it's right there. Um, but I, those are kind of the three lesser for me, and I think the fourth one, identity. You know, it, it when people talk about identity politics mm-hmm. or identity beliefs. I think you start to take your beliefs and you make them a part of your identity, then it solidifies that, right? And so it becomes who you are. So moving the needle on who you are as a person impossible. And is impossible. And I think that's where so much of the highly, like Pepsi or Coke, you might move the needle easier, right, than when we're talking about abortion, right. death penalty, um, gun laws, right? Those things have come to this forefront yeah. and it's so out there. So I'm just throwing that out there that for me, once something becomes sort of this identity, then there's it's hard to move the needle on. And I'm probably guilty of that too, um, to a certain extent. But I, what I try to do, because I'm cognizant of it, is separate, like it doesn't make me who I am that yeah. I believe a certain thing. I try to I try to separate that out. I hope that's coming across, right? Because I think a lot of people, especially the younger generation, I think that's more and more of what's coming. Like people associate a belief with who they are, right? So, and, and I think part of that is is because younger people may not have fi- like I didn't figure out who I was as a person for a long time, right? Literally like 35, 40 years, um, and I don't think most people do kind of understand themselves in a way that they're they're self-aware and they understand their own faults and they understand what they're good at and they they're confident with themselves. I think when you're 
16 to, to 25, you have, you have no, you're trying to figure out who you are and you're right. You attach yourself to a, a movement or a something and that right. becomes who you are is I'm, yes. I'm the guy who's like, I'm putting those people on blast every time I see them, right? I'm, I'm doing whatever. And that becomes kind of who you are versus, or if our a, cause an opinion of says play. today is, um, awareness day of that, yeah. right? Then I'm with my cause. That's me. Yep. I'm that. And if someone speaks against it, I, it's, it's a personal attack. It's a personal attack. And yeah. And that is that is the crux of it. If you think that someone having a different opinion than you becomes a personal attack on you, there is something wrong. Yeah. It is not a personal attack on you. People are allowed to have their own yes. opinions. And to your point, you said, you know, it took a while for you to figure out who you were. And some of it was intra or introspective. You know, introspective. Mm -hmm. I honestly think that a lot of this actually comes from your dealings with other people. Agreed. You might have a strong opinion on abortion um, that you grew up with because your parents were very religious or you were a part of a political movement and you didn't know someone that was directly impacted. And then you meet someone that has a story and goes, here's how this directly impacted me one way or the other. Yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to, we're not going to, I'm not going to go into a, you're not taking pro, a side, right? are you? No. Um, cause I think we already did. <laughs> we a, did. In a, We're good. In a, in a, in an episode, I'm just using it as, as a catalyst to say when you meet people and they tell you their story and it really impacts them a certain way and you go, here's why this means something broader than just saying I'm against that. Yeah. You know, whether it be death, you know, other and, things, and not without, just abortion. And without being dismissive, I kind of want to say that to some young people is that, come back to me when you've after you've gone to college and you meet yes. people from all right. over uh, different countries and everywhere else and then come back to me after you've entered the workforce and you have to work for a boss who doesn't like you or a boss who expects something of you or a, a bad leader versus a good leader come back to me after you've had this experience because your opinion will change you'll you'll go i like this i don't like that i i agree with these kind of people because i've met someone who actually had that trauma so yeah 100% agree, agree. Yeah. but i think some of it is going you have to have your own internal conflict to go, oh my God, I was raised this way. And now I don't believe that anymore. And I agree with that too, 100%. Is as you come of age and you start questioning the things that you just took as gospel, right? which may be literally because you may have been right. raised in a certain religion that said, you know, you're going to hell if you do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, well, I'm never doing X, Y, and Z because right. hell sounds like a hell really crappy bad. place. <laughs> and then you're like, I reserved my seat in college, so I'm going to take the right. train there anyway. And then you're like, oh, you know, a few years later, you're like, I'm not even sure hell is a thing. Right. <laughs> um, so maybe I can do X, Y, Z. Right. Um, yeah. So I hope I hope I've helped answer what you were kind of looking for. But to, yeah, if when you feel someone else's actual interaction with it, or you yourself have an actual interaction with it, I mean, yeah. if you've never had an, a urinary tract infection and you're opposed to people who have them. or or <laughs> medicine that cures it, or cranberry juice, or <laughs> I don't know where I came up with that. I know, example. but I wanted. Sorry, but you, you know, instead of using it. it as a thing, I mean, I can use a couple you for my own personal. It, yeah. I mean, personally, like I was against the death penalty as a younger person. Um, where I just the more people whatever. you've met, the more you're for it, though. Yes, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's where. Well, I'm the at. more that I've interacted with people that have been a victim of violent, you know, evil perpetrated, like you know that when that comes to your doorstep, and then you're like, 
Yeah, I, you know, there's a great theory that, uh, you know, violence begets violence. And, you know, who am I to say that this person should necessarily die? Well, you know, when you've seen enough evil and violence in the world and you're like, there's just no place for this person, you know, that's just my personal opinion. There's no, there's no place for them in, in a society that doesn't value that. Right. Some other world, some other place where, where violence is a great thing. Awesome. That is not where where we live. (laughs) Where, yeah, where right. that kind of anarchy or that kind of disruption can be allowed. Yeah. There's a consequence for that. And if it's you can't change, then you can't be here, whatever that means. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. That, that's yeah. where my head is. But there's too. a few big sort of items, I think, like that. Like, you know, I'm just choosing death penalty because personally, I know I totally have changed. I, I can tell you that as a younger person, I was like, I don't think that the, yeah. the death penalty should be a thing. And then abortion's that for me, right? Because I was, ad- I'm adopted. So one would think naturally, you go, probably probably adopted people right. should be anti-abortion because they could have been one, right? right. Like, right. but you weren't, somebody chose to have you. And that, that's a phenomenal thing for me. Right. Um, but I have changed my view on that over the years and, and am now on the other side of it and gone, you know, I've, I've seen other people and had, other, you know, that is a traumatic, yeah, all that goes it's that. a traumatic experience, yes. regardless yes. of what happens during a pregnancy. If, if you miscarry or, or have an abortion or have a kid that you, that you're not ready for all of those, those three options are all traumatic or will all scar you. So acting like it's just people who are just, you know, lazy or something is crazy. Well, the but, one that's killing me, and I'm sorry, because I did not mean to go down this road, but like right. the fact that like an ectopic pregnancy at this point where right. it's not even scientifically possible to bring a child to term. Right. Right. I mean, we did kind of go down. This I road. know. Oh, I'm just, so I'm going to end it there. Okay. And just go, you know, for, okay. So that needle, right? Like, I don't know how a person who is ardently opposed, right? Who is super pro-life Jeez. and they go, okay, here's a situation that egg never made it all the way to home base, right? right. It, it only made it's it to second alive. base. It's protecting has rights. It's never going to, it's never going to make it. Right. It's not, and it's only going to kill the mom if, if, uh, right. if you were to try to make that go yeah, uh, to, to, to term. But you um, have to do that. It's ridiculous. I'll stop. Okay. I'll stop. All good. I'll Full stop. Isn't that what the kids say? Full stop. Full stop. I don't think the kids are saying that, but we should. <laughs> um, so neither neither here nor there. Um, but th- that's, that's what I was getting into is that there's things that move your needle and things that don't. And I feel like there's some, like, I feel like I'm pretty open-minded. Um, like I've, I've, I've listened a lot in, in my adult years and gone, okay, I've met somebody who's now, who's gone through this experience. That's changed my view of that experience. And I'm way more empathetic to that now. Right. Um, you know, women in the workplace, I don't think I even thought that much about it when I was young in my career. And the more women that I deal with, the more female bosses that I have, the more women in technology people that I deal with, I go, this has kind of been a hard road. Like this has not always been great for you. And like, there's empathy that's built after having experiences with people telling their stories and that kind of thing. So, but that also is on my list of things that I go, those things move the needle for me. Like having a one-on-one discussion where I can personally empathize with you. And I I understand your story well enough to go, crap, I can almost put myself in your shoes and go, I don't think I could have dealt with that. That's crazy town. That moves my needle. Versus how many times have you heard someone tell a story and you were like, I was probably one step away from that. Had I made one different decision or just one thing happened to me that maybe was out of my control, even, you know, just biologically speaking, if it's talking about sickness or, or if it's something that happened to you, just making a couple of bad decisions and then not having a way out of it, you know, um, because we've made plenty of bad decisions (laughs) in our life. And, and yeah, I mean, uh, there have been 
things that have helped us along the way. But, um, you know, some people haven't had that luxury, let's say, and they've had to deal with things that some people would think are morally, you know, if you're like, again, I know we're throwing out some, some broad stroke things here, but if you're like, I don't believe in welfare, right? Like, uh, I think those people should get a job and work, you know? And, um, and you go, okay, I've made some, made some crazy bad decisions. And if I was probably one step away at some, some point of being destitute, and then maybe needing just a little help to get back on my feet and then push myself forward, right? So the idea of zero welfare, and I don't know if anybody's actually saying zero welfare, but, you know, to go, there should be no welfare place. That's just, you know, people take advantage of the system and it's uh, using up my money and they should, right. you know, pull themselves up by the bootstraps. Sure, that makes really good sense in just talking about it, right? Right. In theory. But, but there's until, a real world right. <laughs> out there. And then you meet a person that, was really trying to pull themselves like to, to get out of whatever hole they were in, but they needed it, right? Yeah. Uh, they needed a little something, a little support, a little help. And I think that, that that's okay. Agree. And uh, two examples. Um, one is recently I was between jobs, um, right? I, I was, I left one job. I started right. a new job. I am currently in that new job. However, my insurance doesn't start. I'm, I'm without insurance for like six days. Oh boy. Right. You should be in a bubble. I should, <laughs> should not be here, but, um, I can have like if something bad happens, I'm, I'm okay. Right. I, but if I were between careers or between jobs and it was a very low paying job and, and like I'm trying to get insurance at this new place, it makes me wait a month and something catastrophic happens. I have an emergency mm-hmm. room visit. I have a helicopter ride that's needed or something crazy. And I'm, I'm all of a sudden $200,000 in debt and I'm working a, a job that pays me 14, $15 an hour. You can't overcome some of that. Like, yeah. like those are things like my wife and I, when we were young and, and pregnant and just married and um, 20 years old, 21 years old, we were on WIC for a while. And that yeah. gave me a whole different perspective. I'm like, I need money. I don't have, I'm not making enough money and she's not making enough money. We need government assistance just to get like formula and milk because it's expensive right. as hell when right. you're 20 years old and you're making $7 an hour or whatever we were making back then. But so I have, yeah, agree. Life experience way trumps stupid opinions that you have from how you were growing up. Like meeting people and understanding they're having some empathy or going through some of those situations yourself certainly provides you some perspective. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that definitely to your overall point, I would say for me personally, my needle gets moved when I talk to people and understand or why, and and not just people, live people, but hear people's stories. So that could be a, a myriad of things. I watch a lot of, uh, documentaries, and um, I try to you know pay attention to you know people around me and things that they're going through and stuff like that. Yeah. So and ask questions. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of questions, right? So asking questions to go, oh, why'd that happen? What mm-hmm. journey are you on? Right. Try to figure out people's journey. Anyway, I was just like, I'm sorry, not to tie this all Don't back to sorry. my original topic, which was yeah, there are some things that just I just go, why would you do that? Like I, what are you trying to get out of this? And like, are you trying to influence someone? Who are you trying to influence? And and by what means are you trying to influence them? When I saw somebody put somebody on blast, I'm like, you don't know. Like this landscaping guy may have, his wife may have been injured. He may have been mm-hmm. injured. All kinds of bad things could have been happening in his life. And without knowing any of that circumstance, you put him on blast and ruined his business. Potentially in your head, you're like, I'm going to keep anybody from going to him that I know because that's a bad experience I've had. But theoretically, you don't know his story. 
Yeah. So my question, I guess, back to you, because we talked about customer service and rating yeah. and all that. So like, um, was this the point of the story of this landscaper? Um, was it that we there was no interaction, right? Like it was immediate. Not getting a response back. Okay. So there, it's, you're supposed to be here. I haven't heard from you in two weeks. You're, you're not returning my phone call. Like, so what point do you, and I'm just curious. So like, cause I, I don't know this particular story, but it sounds like I thought it was, it sounded like very preemptive. Like it was, uh, I had this bad experience, but it, like a couple hours later, I'm already rating poorly. And then later the landscaper comes back and goes, my wife was hit by a bus. No, I'm going to make, I'm going to do it. I don't know. This landscaper is now out of the picture. Oh, okay. We have a new person now. <laughs> the the family right. member has a new person who's going to come do it. Who's also now also subject to weather and like landscaping is mm -hmm. a weather based thing. Right. right? And so right. You, you, there's all these other things going on. Yeah. Like, okay. do I have a very small window of time between times that it rains or times that the weather's mm -hmm. right to do X service for every customer I have potentially, like I may have three or four jobs lined up and they all want stuff done, but I only have a weather window of five, five days or three days. Right. So I don't know this guy's, I have no idea what this guy's story is. I don't know what the backstory is. All I know is that I was like, oh, we're putting him on blast today. So, <laughs> But great. he may have earned the low. He may have earned the low. He may have. Like, I but okay. I, I, I don't know. But I'm just throwing it out there. Like, uh, but let's say let's say somebody comes and does half of a job for you, and you can't get a hold of them for a while. That you, would that would make me angry, right? So now you only have half a job done, and now you've pissed that guy off, and now you have you have zero chance of getting that guy to come back and finish the job that you only have half done. Now you have to go find another person. <laughs> I cried. You know what I mean? So now you've you've put that guy on blast, and you tagged him in it, right? Like he knows you think he's crap. So now you've got to go find somebody new to do yeah. a landscaping job and to start from scratch to go, this guy get, got this much done, but now we've got something else. You, you like, you've got to find somebody else who's going to come in and do it, who also has schedule problems, who also has a life, and who has a lot of other clients and yada. Anyway, okay. not the point, but, you, yeah, but okay, like, yeah. like, do you think you moved the needle any? In my head, I was like, I don't know what you, this bought you. I don't know what putting this guy on blast buys you because – it's not helping you, obviously, because you're going to move on to somebody else. It, it's not. So you, your your situation is kind of interesting because it has it's multifaceted, right? <laughs> um, where you know if you you keep saying put them on blast, which is sort of making me a little uncomfortable. It should. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable saying it over and over. Right. Like um, we are trying to appeal to the younger demographic. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, so this whole thing is uh, being live streamed on TikTok, yep. uh, but <laughs> I'm doing a TikTok dance right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, but what I think, you know, when you, and we talked about this in the customer service episode, so I won't get too deep into it, but I think what you're trying to do is a service for people when you go out and you rate someone, at least in a place where you can rate them like on Google or I'm not, you know, Yelp is awful and it's evil. Don't, don't go there, but like they don't sponsor or us. Amazon. Um, and I, they never will. Okay, good. <laughs> um, or if you're an Amazon and you're rating something, I mean, uh, you know, certain stars, right? I think what you're doing is trying to provide a, everybody's, uh, now, everybody's um, together's, uh, wh what's that? The social feed of this, it helps other people in your same predicament. Right. Like if you need landscaping and you go, yeah. well, I don't want to get ripped off or ha call a guy and he never shows up and he doesn't communicate. I mean, it's not really helping you necessarily because you're going to have to find somebody new. But what it's helping is the people behind you. I don't think that's necessarily your point in the moving it's the not. needle. But I think it's what's funny is it's really not helping you. 
And I don't think it's helping. The, it might help the landscaper, might help move his needle to go, I need to tighten up my business. Maybe. And I hope it does. Like, I hope, you know, yeah, I mean, I hope he I, gets feed, that's feedback. It's for feedback, him. right? It's, it's a loop for him to go, dude, I was not communicative. I think that's a word. Is that a word? That's a lot of syllables. Um, I yeah. wasn't communicating well. I left this dude out in the, and he, his story may be that someone got hit by a bus, but that's only a day or two, right? Like at some point you go, Hey partner or somebody can, here's a list of phone numbers. Can right. you help me out? Just call these people, let them know, Hey, something in my life happened. I'm going to have to put you off for a week or two. You know, this is terrible. Or if maybe something happened to him personally and he goes, I'm going to refer you to somebody else. I mean, like my wife owns a small business. Right. She's referred people to competitors when she couldn't necessarily couldn't meet, handle their a, meet an yeah. obligation. So in, in that instance, and I think that's probably not necessarily the moving the needle topic, but I think it's fun because it's, a mul- like I said, it's sort yeah. of multifaceted. Agree. And, and I didn't even take a stance on it. And I think what you just <laughs> brought up is a more well-rounded view of all the things that could happen. I just thought to myself when Self. I saw it, yep. Um, I, I, if I read this on, on Facebook somewhere, would it change my mind? Yeah, I don't think Facebook's the right place. And I think that's probably, <laughs> okay, I think that's good. what your, I think that's probably your main point is you it's saw what, it in a weird place. You're like, this does not belong here, right? Like what you need to go to the better, better business bureau. Yeah. File a thing over there. Then you need to go to Google and go to their business, rate them low if you wish and, and put up a, a summary of what happened Yeah, and go use those channels. What you did was just thought I need to post this ray, this scathing personal attack on this person yeah and did he like did, did this person tag them? <laughs> like, i think so I, <laughs> like, I mean, like tag them on facebook yeah. their personal facebook profile maybe not, maybe not. okay because that would be pretty uh, brutal. brutal that would yeah, be brutal um yeah so to your point yes i think that was i think it w- was gone about sort of the wrong way i think the intent like yeah and i don't okay yeah all right so i'll tell I you hope what that helps that it does it does i'll tell you what Let's rate beers. All right. Um, and we're going to come back. And I have other things because this spawned a diff- bunch of different things in my head of what actually does move a needle. And so I have some other suggestions, like examples that I want to like talk through with you and go, does this move your needle? Have you ever seen something in this genre that moves your needle? Right. So the so the temporary profile pick does not move my needle. Okay. But other things may but move my needle. A Facebook post to about somebody who did a crappy job. Does that move your needle? <laughs> if it's co- it, it could it, it, it if it comes from a person that never ever says anything like that it probably makes me go huh okay. that's that's interesting but if i know that person and they spout off about all kinds Everybody. of weird craziness then i just chalk it up to if they're karen you're like uh, <laughs> right. done. no one ever meets your expectations right let me guess somebody else didn't meet your expectations okay cool all right they so- spelled my name wrong on my starbucks cup don't ever go there <laughs> And you're like, you're paying too much for coffee for one. Right. Anyway. Oh, my God. Starbucks is going to go out of business because of you and your Facebook post. That's right. That's right. (laughs) All right. So we've got this Southwest Boulevard. Um, It is a beer. Um, (laughs) It is a a lager. lager. Um, Yes. So you said something at the beginning, which which resonated through as I was drinking this. I hope that didn't make your mind go to margarita. So... It did. Okay. Um, in that there's a little bit of salt, a little bit of lime. It's mm-hmm. actually more like a Corona for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, I'm glad you went yeah. that direction. So it, it was like that, not margarita taste. Yes. But, but this, the, the pinch of salt mm-hmm. is a little margarita-ish, but the, the lime is a little bit like it's like a Corona. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And and I love a good Corona. Um, I'm I'm digging this beer. Um, it's it's different. Um, because of the lime and salt taste. So there's a little right. bit of um, there's definitely a, a, a little bit of a, a summertime sit on a, on a back deck somewhere or on a on a boat or something like in where you would in a normally moat. in a moat with a goat if you right. want to on a box with a fox. Um, but yeah, so I, I dig it. I'm, I'm I like the the hint of lime. I like mm-hmm. the the hint of salt, um, and I like that it's a a, a nice neutral lager. Yeah. L- Literally, it's a it's a it's a good beer with a with a slice of lime in it and a pinch of salt on the side, and um, I'm I'm good with it. And I'm some, somewhere stuck between a three and a four because I think I drink more than one of these, probably a couple of these. So I think I'm a solid hard three. Okay, I could, I could be convinced otherwise. Where are you at? Yeah. Um, so if you had to post a Facebook post after drinking one of these, and I would uh, not put them on blast. <laughs> I would not um, put beer sauce shop on blast because those people are, like, awesome. are super awesome and yeah. they're super nice. And the guy was like super friendly. He's always, I've gone in there like eight times now. Yeah. He's always been super friendly to me and always helped me pick stuff out. Um, and they have all kinds of crazy like local stuff, but they also have like right. we- weird seasonal stuff that I love. And um, he helps me kind of weed through some of the weird yeah. crap that I don't think we would drink on this show. But. Yeah, they're they very much personalize uh the experience for you, which is great because yeah. you go to some of the big box stores or the big you know, you're not gonna necessarily get that level of what's your taste like? Let me yeah. let me uh personalize and, 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 this. And, yeah, and so they also do all the they have stuff on tap that you can drink. They have all the sauces for barbecuing. So we I know we we talked about a, another show, a podcast that we've listened to a little bit, but yeah, so they're they're huge on all the sauces that you can yeah. cook with, which is dope. Nice. So I, I love that about them. Yeah, so they pair nicely. Um and they, they do decent beer recommendations. And this one's won an award before, so yeah, I'm gonna give this one a four. Nice. Um, and the reason is very much what you said. Um, if I'm going to have a Corona, uh, you cannot really drink a Corona without going through the effort of slicing up a lime, which some people really dig that so whole you're process. You're going to a four for efficiency. I, I really am. It, this is like having a, like if I'm on a beach. I, I could buy that. I'm changing my vote. It's a four for me. <laughs> Excellent. All right, good. That's what help you do that. Yeah. Yeah, because like I agree I, with that 100. percent I don't want to take a bunch of extra accessories for my beer. <laughs> right. Exactly. That that's why I gave it a four is because I, I'm like I can have that Corona experience without having to necessarily. Again, I know some people love that process, right? There's a lot of people out there um, that really enjoy the process of making drinks happen, combining stuff, or just what what do you call it? The ritual. Yeah. The ritual yeah. of certain cocktails and drinks. And so it, I get it. Like yep. people love putting that little lime wedge up at the top yeah, of the like Corona the bottle. Right. And, and then, then squeezing ser- it through And there. then squeezing it through and putting your thumb on the top so it doesn't Turn uh, it upside down so the over. lime goes to the bottom and then like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, there's a whole process. And that's fun. It is. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, but sometimes you don't want to carry around exactly. a lime and yeah. a knife. Right, right. And sometimes I just want to go to the beach and not have to work. Um, So, yeah, this is totally like a beach going. I didn't even think about this. This hits your genre of efficient. Yes. This is an efficient beer. It is, completely. And there are other big name beers that have a lime version. It'll be like blank, blank, lime. And 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 (laughs) I've had them, right? I'm like, okay, it's got that lime flavor. But this pinch of salt... Yeah, just finishes it. Yeah. Like it, it I'm it's, with you. It's really good. Good. So we're both at fours. Yes. for efficiency. <laughs> Boulevard. Nice work on the efficiency. Yeah. And I mean, it tastes good for yeah. sure. It's but, a good beer. It, but they do a, it all for me. Yeah, they do. They do the heavy I have lifting. Zero work. Yes. Yes. 
That's right. awesome. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I didn't see that coming that you would have the efficiency take on this. Mm-hmm. But now that I, I have that from you, I love it. Like, yeah. that's perfect. It does all the work for you, like, which is why we do canned beverages, right? It's, yes. It's like a Bloody Mary. It's, there's a whole right. lot of work that goes involved in that. Right. You just put it in a can so I can drink it. I'm I'm good. Excellent. <laughs> exactly. It was great. Like I just, you know, I went to vacation recently. I said it on the last episode and I brought my canned Frank's Red Hot uh, Bloody Marys. And, you know, there, there's other people there that they go through all of the makings and they yeah. have all the bottles. And I go, that's great. I love that you do that. And I just had a can I pop open that's Shake really it twice cold. And pop the top <laughs> and of I'm it. I'm like, this is so good. And I don't have to <laughs> spend 30 minutes, you know, uh, making it. So we should have renamed this to like the efficiency podcast. How do <laughs> yes. you drink efficiently? How do you. The Lazy Drinkers life? Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I love it. Okay. So we're back to. What moves your needle? My needle. All right, so I got a couple. My um, needle. Yep. You should write. Still working on. It's a work in progress. This song. Yeah. What moves my needle? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. All right, so I'm gonna throw a couple things out. You tell me where you're at with these. Um, Protest and marches. Like protesting and marching. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I I I like I I love that. That's a thing in our country. Um, Does it move your needle? If people are protesting something, does it change my mind on that thing? Yeah. No. Um, not Probably not. I don't Do think. Do you ever feel the need to protest or march? I, you know, you and I, 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 like years ago, I asked this question once at, at the bar. And I said, would you, what would it take for you to make a sign, like paint a sign and go out and, and uh, march or, you know, do something like that? Um, and... You know, that that really would take a lot, uh, I think. But to the question, I think, at hand, seeing I, I get behind people that want to have their voices heard because I love the fact that our country allow, that allows right. that. Um, and I love like the, the ability to. Yeah. The freedom of our country. If you have an opinion that you are, feel so strongly about that you want to go and make some signs and peacefully protest, you know, I'm, I'm not for. Uh, going out and doing Looting things a bunch violently, of nonsense. yeah, right. And I know there's that, that's probably another conversation. And there's a lot of good points to be had that throughout history, uh, some of some protests that have gone a bit beyond peaceful have moved the country's needle. I yep. get that, um, but day to day, I love the fact we can do it. When I see it on the television, I applaud them, and and even if I'm like, totally against them. They're, whatever they're, it is. I might go, oh, uh, you're protesting that I can't even think that all beer should be outlawed, right? I would go, I do not take that stance, but you have the right to do it. So if somebody came out and said, we're having a anti-capitalism rally, right? and then there's a pro-capitalism rally that, that's going to spur out of that. So that- well, we had that, what was that, um, Occupy Wall Street? Right. That was kind of a thing. Yeah. Right? I, I, I almost took that as I don't want to say it's anti-capitalism, but it was sort of in the vein of it was close. We're occupying this to say we don't think that. The, and there was a lot there. Right. So there's probably nothing is just straight up one one way or another, black or white. It's not it never things are never like that. So there's layers. I'm sure I get it. But to that, I didn't necessarily believe in that cause. I can't remember exactly what the big spawn of that was. They were focused on billionaires, right? One percent. Yeah, and I get that, but I can't remember what the big catalyst was, whether it was the housing crash in 08 or what. It tells you. I think it was the bailouts, wasn't it? 
When, was it? when we did all those, I don't, you're right. I don't know. But it didn't, obviously didn't move my needle. One like of our I was listeners like, is probably going to be like, who doesn't know why right. Occupy Wall Street started? Right. Like, yeah, it's us. So let us know on our <laughs> yes. socials. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Keep us honest. Um, but that obviously didn't move my needle, but I was like, you know what? Go set up tents. I don't care. Like, you know, that's great. Like make yeah. your voice heard. You have the freedom to do that. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So marches and rallies, it doesn't sound like that moves your needle technically you're glad we have the freedom but it's yeah. not like something that you would go i'm going to go do this for the right cause well see there's two different things to i think su- to support a cause if you're, you're talking about me involved. marching yep then my needle i don't think that my needle would be moved because if i'm i'm if i am in such a place if there is something that's so egregious that our government or somebody's doing that i'm going to take up a sign and go out and walk and go i'm against this Okay. Or so, something that that's my move, my needle's not moved. I gotta I'm I'm hard, my opinion is set and so, I'm against whatever. So I'm gonna take a weird stance here <laughs> and this may be a little too controversial or, or something, but if you see the Million Man March on, on Washington or mm-hmm. you see Yeah, I wasn't alive when that happened. Uh, okay. So wasn't that the the nineteen no. sixties? No, I think we had another one since then. Um Oh, there was a second attempt. Yes. yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or if you see the fact that there are um, and this, both of these are race based, right? But like Rodney King riots broke out in LA, or if you see Roe versus Wade riots and or or protests, protests or marches in twenty five different major cities, or none of those things where you go, oh, I should probably get involved in this, or I should change my mind, or I should listen to this. Well, I definitely didn't want to get involved in the Rodney King riots because uh, that was way off the uh, violence meter. That, that was. A, <laughs> That wasn't that wasn't a, a march or a protest, in my opinion. That was a riot. Things got a little out of hand, <laughs> and um, I understand that people will say that there was a need for that, right? Like that, I and that might have. I think I actually moved needles, right? People look back on that and go, "People were fed up." Yeah, that moved. I don't needle. disagree with that. It, it didn't. It didn't play out till history, right? Looking back on it, and in, in you know retrospect, to go, it yeah, it may, it may have made some serious change. I mean, it may have brought. I mean. A, 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 a way bigger spotlight to p- police brutality that up to that point, because nobody had VHS, well, that was a VHS camera, right? Like, I mean, no, right. not everybody had a camera in their pocket on their phone where right. they could, you know, yeah. or uh, my point to that was like that. I'm not going to get involved in those riots. That's just not me as a person. Um, and when I watched it, I was sorry to, uh, like, I understood the plight. Thing, it was a sad thing. But there watch. was so much bad. There was so much yep. negativity also that occurred. Again, that's a, so that's that. Um, the other ones that you mentioned, like the Million Man March or whatever, uh, uh, other one that goes along with that that you said might be, I don't like, remember. There's a Roe versus Wade one. There's okay. been an anti-gun one. But I feel there's like I already, like a lot of these. I lately. have a stance on those things. Uh, you, like with with the Roe v. Okay. Wade thing, you know, with those protests, I go, okay, yeah, it's not moving. It's not really changing my mind. I think because I have an opinion on it. Okay. Um, and I and I go, it's either supporting and going, yes, I support you. I I, I think the same way. I'm glad that you know you, you're doing that. Okay. All right. It's so an interesting one. I have a different. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm What's gonna go a whole different one? way. Um, which is whole nother even a whole maybe. nother. Um, <laughs> so billboards. So people pay hundreds of dollars a month or millions of dollars a month. I don't know how much a billboard costs. Literally somewhere between a dollar and a million dollars a month. <laughs> right, right. Um, Probably just all depends on where right. how many and, eyes. And so can a lot see of it's it. just advertising. So take all the advertising stuff off. Right. So there's all these come here to buy this. Go find us for this service. Like take all that stuff off. There are billboards that are just like. Jesus saved right. your soul. Jesus saves. Right. 
or right. whatever. Like, just, or have you ever a baby's at- heartbeat starts at twenty days or something? Yeah. Yep. So not promoting yeah. a product or a service, but promoting an idea or a belief. Right. 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 And yeah. so, do, do, have you ever looked at a billboard and going, "Hmm, that no. changed"? Okay. No. And in fact, I think what it does is actually do the opposite. I think billboards, uh, like you mentioned at the beginning, there's the echo chambers of belief. I think yeah. when people put that up, um, I don't, I can't imagine that that person thinks that if they put up a billboard, that somebody driving by goes, "Oh my gosh, you know what? I was pro-choice, but after seeing that billboard, I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life now." That's no. the first time I've ever seen a, <laughs> right. a baby in uterine. No, never. Um, and I think it just does the opposite. And I've seen it do the opposite, actually. I've been on a road trip with someone who has seen a billboard that was very much opposed to their their personal beliefs, and they um, went off like a firecracker. <laughs> so it's a trigger? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Not, it not, was, I, why would someone do, like, why would someone put that up? Okay. I mean, that's a, you know, it, it, especially with very fiery topics. Right that are like that um you put something up that's so that's w- very your rhetoric yeah. of sorts and that's one, not one meant to be bad the pendulum, it's just, right? right like it's, it's what, just it's way over right. left or way over right and that and then and they go that is complete horse dookie <laughs> you know i mean i right. think it does the opposite i think it entrenches people yeah, in the opposite way in. yeah to know that there's people out there that are like so far that way Okay. And I think most of probably, mm. I'm just going to guess that my answer is probably going to be similar in some of the other respects. All right. So let's go to the next controversial one, which is, so I, I gave you two softballs. So the next one is negative political ads. And so I'm going to preface this one with, um, we live Illinois, Missouri. Um, Illinois went through a brutal uh, thing recently. Right. And, their and, primaries. Yeah. Their primaries were, were nasty in April, um, right. <clears throat> April, May. Um, June, July, August, and then well, just, so just doing months now. No, no, no. April, May. I don't remember when there's exactly was, but it was a couple a month or so ago, a couple months ago. I thought we were just naming months. We should be, um, but we're not. Um, but then sponsor we, what? No, <laughs> did I miss it? <laughs> we, <laughs> um, but Missouri's got um, stuff coming so up. So political in, ads in, in August, right? And there's yeah. all these crazy political ads going on. And yeah, it does what I just said. It, I think it. I think it further it entrenches you. people, right? I, I I've gotten. I've gone out to my mailbox. I've started to get mailings. Um, where it's funny. Like I see the mailing and I go, oh, okay. Let me just try to cover up what what their party is, right? And and then just start to read it and just identify their party immediately because it is so. Um, you know, so again, yes. keeping in mind, I think people that have listened to the show for a long time know that where we kind of fall on things. When I see a mailer that just says that has just a picture of a Bible, a gun and a baby. Um, <laughs> I just like, I oh, go, geez. what in the world is this? Like all you're doing is trying to get your name, the recognition piece. You're trying to do the repetition to your, to your people. Yep. You just need them to come out and vote. Yep. I mean, there's no way on God's green earth. I see that. And I go, if I, now I'm not, again, you, you kind of know where we're at. If you've listened to the show, if, if I'm a Republican or if I'm a Democrat, right. And I get that, I don't look at that and go, Oh my God. I know do what? like guns, babies. And, yeah. And Bibles. The, that Bible, that, that gun and that baby make a lot of sense. You know what? I'm, I'm changing, I'm changing my mind. I'm t- <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> it, it, it just entrenches people. Okay. So uh, agree. 
and in fact, I almost go the other way with it. Like you just said, you've, you, you know, somebody who's, and I'm guessing I know who that person is. Um, but still my wife. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's because <laughs> she's passionate. And she fiery. owns it. She's, she's good. Fi- yeah. She's fiery. about yeah, stuff. Yeah. I like, love that about her. Like lately there have been a, a lot of, that's all there is now is it's only negative ads. There's almost zero positive ads for any political stuff. It's all, how do I bash the other person? And it's all, this person's not gun babies and Bibles, or this person is a hundred percent guns, babies and Bibles. And those are all evil, right? Like it's like, it's weird, super weird how negative things are. And I, and I just keep thinking they're spending millions of dollars on this. Yeah. I don't get it. So let me, and I, and I hope I'm not sort of jumping the gun here. Jumped but, it. So if there's a person, because at, in mass, I think it's hard to move the, the needle like that, right? You, mailers, billboards, uh, Facebook posts, uh, Twitter um, posts, TikTok videos, all that stuff. <laughs> yep. Um, snaps uh, that you can get, um, you know, in mass, that's not, I don't think that moves needles. I think the the moving the opinions of stuff starts very rudimentary. It's person to person. It's um, conversations that people have. We kind of talked about that in the yep. beginning. But what I want to this is where I want to kind of go with that. If there's a person that's sitting across from me, and it's not really you because you know you and I share a lot of the same uh, sort of beliefs. But if there was a person sitting across from me that had just an ardent opposing view. I would love it, number one, because w- I'm like, this is awesome. I, the, again, the fact that we can have opposing views like this, love, love, love it. I will never take offense to someone having the exact opposite of view of me. And I hope that some people can take lessons from that because I think that's that whole identity politics and identity belief system where they take it as a personal attack. That's not how we're going to move the needle with people. So if I have a person sitting across from me, how do I help them see my view, let's say. Um, The number one thing that you don't do is try to pepper them with facts. Um, I've heard it best described as as pressure creates resistance. And I completely believe that. That if you go, here's the facts, fact, fact, fact. The more facts you put at a person that has the opposite belief, you're just going to make them Go sink deeper into their, they're going to take it as sort of an attack. Like they're going to try to pick it, it puts apart. Puts them on the defensive. Puts them Imme- on the defensive. Right. How do I rebut that fact? And it, Or that fact, in the right? same respect, if you take their things that they have said and you try to debunk mm-hmm. them, it will only make their position that much hard, like more entrenched. So putting pressure on them, not the way to go. How do you go? How do you do it? First of all, you take, you go, I respect that you have that opinion. Right, you have to be able to go. I respect that you have that opinion, which not a lot of people do, right? Nope. Because immediately, especially if you take it as attack, you're like, "Oh, you're pro death penalty or anti death penalty? How can you be that?" Right? right. Acknowledge that you respect that they have that opinion. Number one. Number two. Then start asking questions. You said it earlier. You like you like to ask questions. That's entirely how I love to have conversations. I want you to talk about it. I ask you a question, but I kind of make the question so as that you like, here's the situation. Here's the situation. And this goes back to our earlier point of having a person that's able to tell you a journey, right? Mm -hmm. And go in this situation. What about that? 
Yep. And then make them talk through it. And if they see little, oh, well, hold on. Okay, well, now if I try to connect this dot and, and this dot over here, but that's kind of different. And you go, oh, well, if it's different, is there a way that we can't, is there a, some, ask more questions. Yep. Make them follow that road. We used to call that giving people <laughs> enough rope to either hang themselves <laughs> right. or tie a bow. One of the two. Because right. you're either going to make something pretty or you're, you're going to find yourself at the end of this rope that you can't get off of, right? Yeah. And, and they'll come to their own conclusion and go, oh. Which we've done in in, in general conversation yes. before around friends, and they're right. like, "Oh, crap! I don't I don't really have an answer for that. Maybe I do need to change my mind, or but, at least think about it in right. more in those terms." And I'm not so brazen to think that I'm the one that should be asking all the questions, because and they the, should be learning because if they have really right. good, concise, quality answers that that make sense, and I go, "Well, hell." You outcome, just made a right. really good uh, thing about that. Like, it might change me a little bit. Could change either person's mind. Exactly. That's how it should be. Yes. So yes. here's what I came up with: is that I need one-on-one -on -one, um, conversation. I, I vote with my feet. I I vote at the ballot box, and I need one-on-one -on -one conversations or very intimate conversations where I understand. Um, yeah, where I understand sure. someone's position and why, and I want and why I feel disconnected from politics lately and like these negative ads, or while I, while I feel disconnected from people going, oh, let's join a march or let's change your profile color for you know whatever, right. is because I don't understand. I don't have the empathy for it. Like I don't I don't understand anybody's plight, um, or I don't I don't feel connected to a story or a a place that I could go that would change my mind if I knew what you were doing or why you were doing it or or who it was for or how it benefited society in general or like what are you trying to do here and it's these people who just put out stuff and go you should just change your profile color to blue and I would go no I, I hope that doesn't make me a bad person but no I why what am I doing with that so I want it to mean something and for some reason yeah. I want it to be I want to be mm -hmm. empathetic to it yeah, I'm the emotional guy on this podcast, so I want some, <laughs> I want some emotion. But I think we kind of ended in the same place. Is that there's a lot of things that are out there that don't move your needle, but more probably more frustrate you or dig your heels into something that you just like. Ugh. Oh, and it's where it seems it's headed, and that's that's where I think, <clears throat> you know, people talk about our our country being so divisive, right? Like we've never been in a more divisive time, or we've never been where people are so angry at each other. And it's like, well, look at where all these people are putting their money. Yeah. They're putting their money in things that do the exact, they're doing the pressure. Yeah. They are pressuring, which creates resistance. Causing resistance. And so the, the bigger pressure that you make, and you're like, pressure, pressure, pressure. And it's like, resistance, resistance, resistance. It's just going to be that much more divisive where it's like, I don't, how do you, now that might be a topic for a whole nother different, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, podcast, of, but you know, cause I, I don't, it's hard to have the answer of where to do it, but you know, sp stop spending the money on, on just the divisiveness of the yeah. commercials that it's just. Stop trying, stop trying <laughs> to cater to my fear or, right. or, or, or stuff like help me understand why you believe that way. I, it just drives me crazy. Anywho. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's nothing unfortunate, you know, sometimes we, we, we solve the world's problems. Usually it's, it's when we're out hunting and we forget to write it down. Did and we so, not solve the world's problems today. Well, I feel like if we had yeah. an answer at the end here that said like, what could politicians do that they would feel is worth their money spent because they're, PACs and all the people that have the money, yep. right, that are spending, 
they're spending all of that and push, pushing it on our face and they're having their their what do you like uh, their bases um, shout out from the rooftops the pressure yep. right and that's what's making us divisive so what is the answer to what's me, the magic formula of saying how do how does how do we make a politician feel like the money being spent is is helping them at the same time it's actually not doing the pressure so how do we do that I don't know how to fix that. I really don't because <laughs> right. that's all money driven. Drink more Southwest Boulevard because <laughs> yeah. it's um, really good. So uh, to me, the answer is start challenging yourself to True. not talk to people True. who are only on your side, who are your echo chamber. Yeah. Or the, you, you have friends that have other experiences. You have people that are trusted that you can go talk to. Um, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, white, talk to a black person who's had a different experience than you. If you're male, talk to a female who's had a different experience than you. If you're anti-abortion, talk to a, a you know, a pro-abortion person or a pro-choice person who has a different experience than and you. And ask questions. And ask questions and be open-minded. Yeah. And, and Don't st- talk. And st- Listen. Yeah. A whole lot of active listening, a whole lot of fun, um, non-confrontational conversation where it's okay if you both end up in the same place that you're already at, but understanding to me is a whole lot more productive than, than what is on TV right now. What is on a billboard? What is what people are posting out on social medias? Just go have good conversations with people and be more empathetic to a, to an experience that's different than yours. That is where I think I feel like I ended. I love it. I get some applause there. Yay. So if you, if you have other suggestions for us, or think we might've missed the mark on this one. Um, let us know. We have, all of our socials are out there in our description. Um, if you have a put chance, us on blast, yeah, don't put us on blast. Put, okay, or fine. do or you do. I don't care. I'm not going to read it anyway. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I think it's someone great. has said. Uh, I was looking at another podcast thing, and they said I I really didn't know I had made it until I made it as a podcast until someone put out there that they hated us. Oh my god! If you hate us, tell us. Right. Seriously, if Please. you hate this, I would love to know that. Right. And, and it's okay. It's a hundred. I'm a, it's, right. I, I will go we about will my business. No offense. Yeah. No. I, and I will enjoy the fact that someone hates us for yeah. some. And I would love to know the reason though. Like, sure. You guys sound like crap. Steven's opinion stupid. I don't care. <laughs> like, I would love to know that because right. any feedback is good feedback. Um, go check out the people at Beer Sauce Shop. They hooked us up with a good beer tonight. Um, this good Southwest Boulevard. So good, good on you, Boulevard, for putting a lime and some salt in the lager. That's delightful. So nice work. That's all I got. Yeah, and uh, next week we'll try to start up uh, the live back again. We had some technical things that we're working through um, so that we can get the audio uh, precise for you. Um, but Come I think, listen live. Yeah, come yeah. listen. We'll, uh, we'll post some stuff to let you know. So all of you passive listeners, come passive listen to us live. It's usually on Thursday nights. So look at, you know, go find us on Spotify Live. Subscribe. You'll get a notification when we go live. Excellent. Which is awesome. Come All listen. right. I hope we move some people's needles. I hope so too. Or at least made you think about your needle. Yeah, and how go to get move some it. Southwest Boulevard. Cool. Go to awesome. Beer Soft Shop. That's all we got. Thanks, you. Thanks, you. I feel like we could end the show here, but maybe my needle could be moved and I could be talked into extending in another hour. (laughs) Who am I kidding? It's over. Get out. Show's over.